Welcome to a Sunny Side Up Life podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to live an abundant life full of freedom and positivity. I'm Sammy Womack, and I'm on a mission to help you break free from survival mode, gain financial freedom, stay motivated, and focus on what matters most. Join the movement, and let's start living on the brighter side of life together. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode This week, we are talking about the hustle culture. So just get your hearts ready for that. Before we jump into this week's episode, I want to remind you guys to jump over to my YouTube channel and subscribe while you are over there. If you enjoy the podcast, you guys are going to absolutely love my YouTube channel and everything that I have been doing over there. I am putting out a motivational Monday video every single Monday and these videos are about five minutes. They're unedited, just kind of off the cuff type of motivation and they come straight from questions that you guys have asked me over on Instagram. And then on Saturdays, I'm doing more of a um, more of a structured, I guess, type of video, more editing, things like that. But a lot of the same type of lessons and motivation that you're going to find here on the podcast, except you get the added bonus of getting to see my face. I don't know. Um, It's a lot more personal, I feel like, and I've been having a lot of fun with the editing. And so long story short, if you enjoy the podcast, you are going to love the YouTube channel as well. So jump over there. You can just search A Sunny Side Up Life. You're going to find me. Don't forget to subscribe. Subscribers are what help YouTube push my videos up in the algorithm and all of that crazy stuff. So I will also leave my link in the show notes if you just want to scroll down and click through that way. Okay, so let's get into this. Let's start with kind of just defining what exactly hustle culture is and what it means. So basically hustle culture means constantly working, um, the feeling that you need to devote as much time as possible to working or being productive or making progress and that there's not off time, you know, and it's kind of that idea that even if you are at dinner, you're checking your phone, even if you're watching your kids playing, you're answering an email and that hustle, hustle, hustle. And the reason why this becomes toxic is because that we are chasing a ever moving finish line. Okay, so think about when you've had those really busy weeks and you, you know, it's Sunday and you write out this really long to-do list for your week and you're like, okay, I'm going to get all of this done. What happens the following Sunday? there's another to-do list, right? Always. There's always going to be something else to do. That finish line is always going to move. As soon as you hit your goal of making $100,000 a year, you're just going to want to hit $200,000 a year, which can be good if you use it in a productive way. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before. Um, I think it is in one of Brene Brown's books, and you guys know that I've read all her books and they all blur together, so I'm sorry that I can't remember which one it was, Um, but she talks about this a lot too, and just that 
as you're as you evolve, your goals will evolve. Okay, so no matter where you are in your journey, there's always going to be some finish line. And the fact that the finish line is kind of an illusion. And if we were to cross said finish line, what would there be to look forward to? There would be nothing left to strive for. And so in a way, we want this finish line to continue to move, right? So we continue to have something to look forward to, something to work towards. And if you're like me, I I thrive with things on my calendar. I don't want to have a blank calendar. I I thrive with having a to-do list. I thrive with having goals. Um, I, I thrive with having something to look forward to, right? But I think it's also keeping that consciousness of no matter where we get, there will always be a next level, a next step of a finish line that scoots a few feet farther in in front of us, right? Um, And that actually crossing that doesn't really exist, that it's an illusion because we're just going to create another one, right? Um, So it kind of creates this toxic environment that pressures us into constantly working, constantly striving, and that we hold our worthiness in our achievements. And I think that's where it really becomes toxic. And that holding the being busy as just the sake of being busy and kind of wearing that as a badge of honor and taking that as a martyr of, well, I'm just busy. I'm busy, busy, busy. So I must be productive. Therefore, I must be worthy. And that's where it really starts to become toxic and unhealthy. And for me personally, I have struggled with this as someone who is a natural overachiever. I'm a natural, um, I, I want to be productive. I want people to praise my achievements and all of this. I don't know if that's from being the first child, also from being a Leo. I feel like it's a natural Leo thing to kind of take on those leadership roles and want that recognition. And so I personally have had to work through this a lot of how to learn that my productivity does not equate to my worth, that I am still worthy of love, belonging, success, all of these things just as much when I'm taking a nap as I am when I'm actually working and having to find that middle ground for me. Because I also know that if I don't work at all, I am going to feel so bad about myself. I'm going to feel crappy, right? I like my hobbies, my decompression time is when I'm actually doing something. That's why I draw. That's why I paint because I have to be physically doing something. That's just my overachiever coming out, right? Um, But I have to remind myself that I'm still worthy of love even if I take a day off. I'm still worthy of success even if I rest for a couple of hours. Um, And so I've had to kind of work through that. And that obviously is way of a way more of a deeper issue than we can get into here on the podcast. That's a very like therapy, working through it, you know, long term progress type of thing. But 
if you are someone who struggles with that, just know that you can overcome this. You can learn to use it to your advantage um, because that's definitely what I'm doing and I'm working through it as well. Um, and just learn unlearning how to be busy. And this also translates to our money. And I think that, again, where it becomes toxic and when it really becomes toxic in your debt-free journey is when you start to think that your debt balance reflects your worth. You know, um, I'm, I'm in debt, so I must be a crappy person and I'm not worthy of X, Y, Z, right? We get that in our head sometimes, feeling like your net worth equals your self-worth, and that you will be good enough when you get to this income level, when you get to this net worth level. And I think we take two of the most vulnerable topics, our self-worth and our money, and we combine them when we're talking about this hustle culture in terms of our debt-free journey, right? And I just want to remind you guys that you as humans are worthy. You are worthy of everything that your heart desires. Love, belonging, success, happiness, all of it. Period. That's it. It doesn't matter what you do, what you don't do, how much money you have, how much money you don't have. It does not matter. You are worthy. Okay, and so we get to this point where it's this really hard balance of we want to reach our financial goals, right, or any other goals that we have. This could be your health, your goals around your house, your job, your marriage, your your motherhood, whatever it is. We all have our own goals. But with our money, it almost takes it that next level, right? Of it's such a, it's such a touchy topic. It's so hard already. And then we start to wrap our self-worth up in it and it can get real toxic real fast. Okay. And so when we see other people having these side hustles and working extra hours and, you know, really, really cutting back and living a very bare bones budget, we get it in our head that maybe that's the only way. And if you are already in a rough place mentally, adding that hustle culture on top is just, it is a mental death sentence, basically. And I go through my own phases. You guys know that I struggle with my own mental health and I go through my waves of productivity and survival. And I personally think that it's completely normal and human to go through these periods, these seasons. And so I think that when we see this hustle, I want you guys to know that that's not the only way. And also, if you do choose to have a season of hustle, that it doesn't have to be forever. It doesn't have to be forever. And if you are in a season where you physically can't do it, I've shared before about um, my shoulder 
injury that I guess came from stress. It didn't come from anything that I could pinpoint, not a, you know, an accident or anything like that. And I basically had a left shoulder and a left arm because I let it get so out of control that I basically couldn't use for several months a couple years ago to the point I had to go to physical therapy, this, this whole deal. And I was in such a hustle achievement equals my worth type of mindset that I kept working through that. I remember days where I would literally be typing with one hand because my left hand couldn't handle it. Just things like that. And I want you guys to know that if you are in a season where you physically cannot hustle, maybe you're going through an injury, maybe you're pregnant or postpartum or what, maybe you're not sleeping well, like whatever it is, it's okay. Maybe you're going through a mental season where you're just having a rough, a rough patch there, you know, and that could be a day, a week, a month, a year, you know, whatever. We all go through our seasons. And if you're going through a mental season where you need more rest, you need more downtime, that's okay. You're still worthy. Emotionally, like maybe, you know, you're doing your best to keep it together with the stuff that you have to do. And you can't think of taking anything else extra on. We've all been there. And it's okay. Okay. And so forcing hustle on top of physical, mental, emotional struggles is only going to prolong the burnout. And so we have to find that balance and we have to really start to listen to our bodies, listen to our, our brains, our emotions, and not ignore those natural indicators of, hey, I've had too much. Hey, this is too much. We need to, we need to take a break. And so this is where I say, you guys, we cannot separate money and goals and achievement from mental health and spiritual and physical health. It just, it, it can't be done and done well. It can be done, but that's where you're going to lead to the mental burnout and the ultimate quitting and giving up on your financial goals. And that's not what we want at all. We want long-term success. So it's listening to yourself when you're feeling those physical burnouts and your boss says, hey, do you want to pick up some overtime this weekend? Um, you know, do you want an extra shift, whatever it is? And you pause and ask your body, hey, can we handle this? And the answer might be yes, because it might feel good to do some extra work. It might feel good to hustle. It might feel good to put those extra dollars towards debt or towards savings or for a trip that you have planned or something. And that might feel great. Or you hit pause and you say, hey, body, like, what are we doing? And your body's like, no, sister, like we are, we are Netflix and chilling this weekend. Uh Uh-uh, not happening. And then whatever your answer is, being okay with it and telling yourself you are still worthy if you would have said yes or you would have said no. 
you're still good. And that by resting, you are actually being productive because rest is productive. We have to reboot, you guys. What if you never restarted your computer, never restarted your phone? What's it do? It starts to glitch. It starts to freeze. It starts to do all kinds of crazy things. Right? So think about yourself in that terms. Sometimes you're just rocking and rolling and, and your computer's keeping up, your Wi-Fi's keeping up, your brain's keeping up, and you're just like, yes, cranking it out, right? And then other days you're just like, oh my God, the Wi-Fi will not stay connected. My computer is glitching. Like what is happening, right? And we just hit these roadblocks. So think about that metaphorically in terms of your brain and your body and listen, Listen to when it's okay to hustle and when it's okay to reboot. And work through that balance. And that balance is going to look different for all of us. So I can't tell you exactly what the recipe for your balance is. But I promise you that the more that you lean into this and you pay attention, the more you're going to become aligned with your natural balance. And like I said, I've had to unlearn this busy. I remember back when I was in the auction business. For those of you who don't know, I was an auctioneer for several years following college. It's what my family is still into, my grandpa and my mom. And it's a very busy business. There is always something to do. There are always heavy boxes to move around. There's always something to clean. There's always something to unpack. There's always, always something. Okay. And this is what I did from the time I was in college until June was about two. And I worked six days a week, 10 to 15 hour days, not even exaggerating. And on Sundays, I would be so just dead to the world. So it's no wonder that my house got so out of control with clutter. It's no wonder that my bills and my budget was so neglected. I was completely burnt out. So hustling that much, working that much, didn't really help anybody because I was so burnt out. I wasn't actually being productive towards what mattered most, the long-term goals, as far as showing up for my husband and my daughter, as far as showing up for myself. I literally had no self-care time. I had no hobbies. There wasn't any time for that. There wasn't even time to keep the house clean or worry about the budget. I paid bills and that was about it. Like I just made sure the bills were paid and then everything else got ignored. There was no long-term planning um, and, and there definitely wasn't adequate rest. There was one day off. There were several days of five or six hours of sleep, get up, hustle, eat fast food, work until midnight, drag a toddler around through all of that, you know, very toxic in a lot of ways. And so I've had to unlearn a lot of this and I have, I have intentionally worked through this with my girls and, and we are, you know, and 
very privileged to be able to homeschool and to have a very unhurried life, um, which I intentionally set up for these reasons, to be able to let them sleep when they're tired, to be able to see on the days that they're throwing fits about doing their schoolwork that maybe they need a nap. You know, maybe they're hungry and they need to take a break. Maybe they need to go outside and run around and and teaching them to listen when their body is burnout, when their body is not being productive. Because there's no sense in trying to struggle through something when we're actually just spinning our wheels, right? Um, and obviously there's times where it's like, okay, we got to finish our shift at work. You know, it sucks. We got to just suck it up. But I'm talking about doing the extras, during doing the extras that we could say no to. And then we also start to kind of see with this hustle culture and this whole, oh, this whole idea of, you know, and it kind of starts with Dave Ramsey with his, you know, the only time you should see inside of a restaurant when you're on baby step two is if you're working in it. And we've all, if you've ever listened to his radio show, you've heard him say that. And I get that. I get what he means by that to a certain extent. He means don't be wasting your money on stupid stuff while you're trying to pay off your debt. That's what he means. But, okay, let's be real. Any of us that have a job or kids or, I don't know, a real life, know that we're probably not going to stop eating at restaurants. Should we cut back? Yes. Okay. But are we going to ever, are we ever going to stop a hundred percent? Probably not. And honestly, we saw during COVID what that did to our economy. So I mean, you know, low key, I'm just helping the economy. (laughs) We've all seen those memes, right? Like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just helping the economy right now. Don't even worry about the money I'm spending. Um, but honestly, okay. When, we see this and we see other people on social media, you know, saying like, oh, I'm going to do scorched earth, bare bones type of budget. For me, I think of depriving yourself. Okay. And that is not healthy either. It is finding that balance. And it is like, I think if we say none, nothing at all, cut it out completely then it turns us into sneaking it and feeling guilty and then apologizing and guilt and shame and the list just goes on. That's not healthy either, you guys. Okay, so I say be smart about it. Plan it into your budget. Plan in those treats, plan in those fun things. And we've talked about the balance of, of saving and spending. And I have a, um, an old YouTube video about it. I might have a podcast about it. I'll look and see what else I have. And if I have anything else about balancing, saving and spending and finding that balance with your money, I'll link it in the show notes. So scroll down and check those out. Um, but all this does is create guilt. And we know that we're still going to go to restaurants, you guys. We're still going to go to Target and buy some crap that we don't need. We are. Do we have to let it get out of control? No. Should we probably cut back? Probably, yes. (laughs) But let's find that balance. 
Okay, let's let's actively work towards a healthy balance. And that healthy balance also relates to our healthy balance between hustle and rest. There is an in-between. There are going to be times where we do hustle. There are going to be times where we do rest. There are going to be those in-between times. So let's find that healthy balance. Okay. And side hustles, you know, they are not for everyone. They're not. And they're not for always. So again, I think that people think that if they do a side hustle, they have to do it like forever. You don't have to do that. You could do it just for a short period of time while you're trying to hit a goal. You know, like being a seasonal worker in retail, you know, to save up for Christmas. Like this is my Christmas money. I'm going to work at this retail store and, you know, make this extra money. Great. Amazing. You know, or I'm going to um, do this MLM like side hustle and it's going to help me pay off my car. And once my car is paid off, I'm going to stop doing this MLM. Like I'm, you know, and you kind of, you have that set in your head that like, this doesn't have to be forever. Okay. Just because I have one garage sale to sell some clutter around the house doesn't mean I have to commit to doing a garage sale every single weekend. That would be ridiculous. So why do we think that if we commit to a side hustle of, you know, delivering for DoorDash or taking on um, Rover clients of like, that's like dog sitting um, and dog walking and things like that. We don't have to do that forever. You know, if you're in a good mental space, you're in a good physical space where you can take on that side hustle, more power to you. If you're not, push pause. Like it's okay to push pause. And it's not for every situation. And so I also think that we need to take into consideration what this does to our other goals when we take on a side hustle. There, are, there is a trade-off. What if you, um, you know, start doing bad at your full-time job? What if you're tired? What if you're, you know, anyone who watches The Office knows that the time when Michael went and got the extra job at the call center and that he started performing badly in his regular job. Think about that. Um, we don't want that. We have to perform well at our full-time jobs. And so if your full-time job requires all of your attention, all of your mental capacity, pass on a side hustle and just know that your goals are going to take a little longer and that's okay. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> Right. And if you have to, um, if you have to push pause on a side hustle, maybe your side hustle ends. You know, I know some people that were um, babysitting, uh, doing nanny type jobs during COVID while kids were out of school. And then, you know, the kids go back to school. So that income is gone now. That's okay that it's gone now. You don't have to replace it if you don't want to. Just know that your timeline is going to get pushed back a couple of months. And sometimes it's worth it getting pushed back those couple of months. It's okay if it takes longer, if you feel better during the process, right? So again, finding that balance of what works for you and what timeline you're okay with and being okay with sometimes that timeline looking longer 
than someone else's or longer than you originally wanted it to. You know, and also some people get themselves into into trouble with these side hustles. For one, they start completely depending on this income and then they get themselves, you know, they do that lifestyle creep where they pick up this side hustle, they get used to that income, and then they can't live without it. And then you've really got yourself in a tight spot, right? So definitely, if you are picking up a side hustle, make sure that you are not falling victim to that lifestyle creep, like you're not increasing your spending as you're increasing your income. Make sure that you are doing something intentional with that extra money. You are putting it towards whatever your next goal is, debt, savings, you know, uh, saving for your emergency fund or saving for your next vehicle or trip or something like that. Make sure you're being intentional with it and you're not just blowing it because if you do just end up mixing it in with your regular spending money, you're going to get really used to having that and then you're not going to be able to quit the side hustle. We don't want that either. Um, Also remembering that if this side hustle is a 1099, remember that you need to set money aside for your taxes. Don't let that come back later. Tax season and bite you in the butt. Like that's not what you want at all. Um, make sure you're saving your 30% or so and, you know, you're setting it aside in a savings account. And if you do, if you are concerned about it, make sure that you are consulting a CPA and, you know, you're handling that adequately. Okay. Um, just kind of as we wrap up here, I just want to really leave you guys on the note that being gazelle intense in hustling isn't for everyone. It doesn't have to be for you. And if it is for you, it doesn't have to be forever for you. This is not a race. It's not, no one's going to get there first. And like I said, if you are competing with someone, (laughs) as soon as you get to that finish line, there's going to be another finish line. As soon as that person you're competing with achieves a goal, they're probably going to set another goal and start achieving it. You're never going to catch them. And that's not to be like, uh, like depleting and like, oh, just give up. You're never going to catch it. It's no, it's not like that. Set your own goals. Be your own competition. Do your best. You know, run your race. Do your timeline. And Remember that this journey is a journey. It's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint, you guys. And that we are here not for just a quick win of paying off some debt so we can jump right back into debt. Like that's not what we're doing. We are on a lifelong journey. We are building wealth. We're changing our family tree. We are living our dreams. We are focusing on what matters most in our life which is usually our family, our home, our hobbies, security, you know, things like that. Not checking a a box, you know, not clocking in a certain amount of hours. And we really have to step back and focus on the big picture. Sure, cut back here and there where you need to, you know, make a few sacrifices so you can reach your goals. You guys know that we've been in this two-bedroom house for over three years. 
Was it a sacrifice? Of course it was. Is it forever? Oh no, (laughs) it's not forever. I did bare bones grocery budgets. I, I did those shopping trips for years and I don't do them now. If you watch my grocery haul video um, on YouTube, I can link to it if you haven't seen it. And I, I talk about how I get name brand dish soap. I get name brand laundry soap now. I paid my dues with that cutback. I I did it. I did that bare bones grocery budget with like hardly any snacks, hardly any treats. And you best believe I'm not going to live like that forever. I'm not. I, I reached the goals I wanted to reach. I'm proud of where we are now. And I upped my grocery budget as soon as we were debt free. Not to a crazy amount, but I upped it a little bit. And you best believe I get treats. Like I get cookies. I get Dawn dish soap. Like I, I, I paid my dues with the Ajax. Okay. Uh-uh. Not forever. <laughs> not forever. Okay. So it's okay, but find a balance. Don't burn yourself out. Don't get to the point where you hate this journey and you quit and you go on a crazy binge. Like it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Okay. And so, yeah. That, that's my two cents on the hustle culture. I hope that it gave you a fresh perspective. I hope that maybe it passed along a little grace if you're feeling like you need some downtime. Maybe it motivated you to hustle, but only for a short amount of time and not burn yourself out. Like do it in a healthy way. Okay, so I will um, put some links for you guys in the show notes. So scroll down, check them out. Um, don't forget to jump over to the YouTube to the YouTube, I don't know, I'm 100 years old, to YouTube and subscribe to my channel over there and enjoy some of the content that I've been putting out for you guys over there. Okay, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye guys. Thanks for hanging out for another episode of a Sunny Side Up Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend because you never know who needs to hear this message. If you haven't already, please leave a review and subscribe. Reviews and subscribers are what help the podcast grow and what help new ladies find our community. And again, thanks for hitting play on this episode and for investing some time in yourself today. Remember that I'm always here to support you and I'm always cheering you on along the way. Don't forget that everything that we mentioned in this episode will be linked in the show notes. All right, that's all for me this week. Bye, guys.